0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council. Welcome to episode 222 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this is uploaded as a podcast after every single show. A shout-out to Toph Morris, who is still one of my backers over on Anchor.fm. And thank you to everyone who's been supporting this show on the various podcasting platforms, and, of course, to my new family growing over on Odyssey, which has been really awesome to see. I've been delving further into the Odyssey platform, and actually, by extension, the library platform as well. Since on Android, there is no Odyssey app, but there is a library app. And what's interesting is that the Android library app actually is much better, functionally speaking, than the Odyssey app on iOS. I assume that over time that that will get better, that that will change. Uh, But anyway, just wanted to give you all my quick thoughts on that. Hello, everyone, though. Welcome back. So glad to have everyone here. Hope everyone's week is going well so far. Uh, my week's been going pretty well, and also, not to mention, very exciting, I have tomorrow off, because it's one of those random Wednesdays that we get off every month, and hey, it is like a mini weekend during the middle of the week, and it is fantastic. Alright, let's say hello to some people first, let's say hello to my YouTube fam, we got Pat Ass, who is spamming a bunch of the emojis, what's going on bro? Hope that you enjoyed all those emojis. Andrew Hoyle, hail to you, says, quick jump in to say hi and bye, as I need to be up early in the morning so I will miss the stream. Well, Andrew Hoyle, hope you are sleeping very well. We got Eric K. in the chat as well, who's also a member, just another red shirt here. We got Golden Ration here as well, tagging saying, Good evening, Odin. Good evening all. Good evening to you as well. Pat S then comes in to say, I removed myself today from Facebook. Probably a good move on your part, man. He says, got into it with two former friends who are also who are also black priests. They're both pushing 1619 projects at their schools. I was asking them to research it more and they, and then it stops right there. Um just basically said you're white, but out. One of them was a really uh, was a really good buddy too. We went to dinner once a month and everything oh well. That's really sad. And that's why it comes down to the fact that it's really disturbing to see the impact that social media sites are having on all of us. right? I think that this is something that impacts all of us, right. It makes it so much more difficult to talk to each other. And to hear each other out, you know, we've, we've become, I think, so polarized. And I think the big tech companies have played a major part in that. We already know the research has shown that they are easily playing around with algorithms. They are playing with our brains, essentially. They are playing with our brain chemistry in order to try and evoke certain emotions out of us. And I think it is leading so many people to be radicalized in in either direction. And I think it's really leading to, to this huge divide. And it's really sad because, as you just mentioned, like friends are being pushed away. I actually had a friend of mine who uh, still follows me on on social media who I, I sent a message to. I sent a message to a bunch of my friends from high school and just was like, hey, you know, there's this video that we all fought. It was hilarious, and it's been years since we talked. And so I figured I'd just send them a group message, never heard back from any of them. And one of them got back to me, though, and basically went off on this tirade about the things that I've been posting on social media. I'm like, dude, like all I'm doing is posting what I'm seeing. And he was acting as if I was some type of anathema, like I was some type of conspiracy lunatic. And I was like, dude, there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there that I have no part in. I was always very critical of the QAnon stuff, for instance. I had someone someone who was actually a subscriber to the channel who kept reaching out to me saying, this is a part of the plan. I was like, dude, you, you need to move on from this. This is not any major plan going on. And the fact that I have a friend and, and someone that I still call a friend because I, I don't believe in disowning people. I don't believe in, in separating myself from other people. I think it's good for you to have gotten rid of the platform because I think Facebook is, is trash, just like I think so many... Of these social media sites are complete trash, which is why I've been moving further and further to other alt-tech platforms like Minds.com, because it respects, one, it respects free speech, but also, two, it actually allows you to engage in conversations, right? It doesn't limit the number of words you can actually put out there. It means that you can actually lay out your thoughts. You don't have to condense them down into short, you know, sound bites almost, and I think it's just a much better way of communicating for that very reason, Um, But I'm very sorry to hear that, Pat, because, yeah, I've I've had that kind of happen in my own life. Uh, I know that when I used to be on Facebook, I had a lot of friendships that got tested, especially during political seasons as well. And again, I think that a lot of this stuff comes down to just the nonsensical way that these social media companies essentially try and pit us against each other because they want us divided. They want us fighting each other because if we're fighting each other, we're not going to be fighting them we're fighting each other, we're not going to be able to come together and come to the realization that we agree on a lot of things. Or they'll be pushing so much crazy conspiracy nonsense themselves that they'll radicalize us to the point where we push ourselves away from those that we care about. It's really sad to see. Anyway, uh, Father Christopher Miller says, just started watching Greenland. Going to be hard to break for the stream. Verdict so far, awesome. Really, Father? I've, I've heard a lot of negative things about it. It's still on my list, it's still on my list of interested films. That I, I would like to see, and it's not because I think it's going to be great, but it just looks like a fun popcorn, turn your brain off type movie. And if it can live up to that expectation and be cheesy, and in the in, you know to be and be cheesy to boot, I could have a lot of fun. The issue that I've heard with it though is that it takes itself seriously. Now, whether or not that's true or not, obviously, it's going to be up to the person who's actually watching it. All right, we got Bryant Barth in the chat. Hail to you! He tags and says, "What do you think of Tom Brady? Do you think he is the goat?" Well. I don't think that there's any real greatest of all time because time is still going on. And I think what we constitute what's the best, I think, depends on what we're trying to say, right? Are we trying to say that he is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game? I mean, there's a lot of stats that could easily back that up. But if you went head-to-head with somebody, I mean, here's the other thing, too. We tend to think of players as being the greatest of all time. But in reality, it's the players around those other players that tend to be a part of the discussion, too, that people don't talk about a whole lot, right? You know, people always talk about Michael Jordan, but they don't talk about the great team that he had to support him, right? Obviously, he was a star. Obviously, he was uh, one of the greatest players to ever play the game, but it's always hard for me to kind of go down that route personally. But again, congratulations to Tom Brady because it's amazing for him to be playing at that level uh, at 43 years old, especially in a game like football. Um, And so, obviously, I'm not going to take anything away from him, but I kind of stay away from, from the GOAT stuff. Uh, Pat S. says, uh, I already got what Pat S. said. Again, very sorry to hear about about uh, having those tensions with friends. Uh, Orange Hat Reviews says, hail. Hail to you, Orange Hat Reviews. Eric K. says, that super dumb lady who put Gorilla Glue in her hair, despite all the warnings, is going to sue because it did not say hair as well. Jeez. Yeah, you see, and this is, the, this is crazy because if she, here's the thing, Eric K. If she gets a good lawyer, she'll win that case. That That's what, to me, is just so ridiculous about our judicial system in America, where if you have a lot of money and can afford a great lawyer, you can get away with almost anything. And then if you don't have any money and you're stuck with people working pro bono, you typically don't have as much of a chance. And it's it's just really sad. It really is. Especially when cases like that will somehow get through, when it's completely and obviously frivolous and it's completely... The mistake of the woman who decided to put, not just even Gorilla Glue, who puts glue in their hair in the first place? Why do we need having a label on things to warn us? Hey, don't put glue in your hair. It would be like, why then don't we have labels and warnings on stoves? Don't put your hand on stove. And yet, you know what? That's why it has hot surface, because these people who are idiots have been able to win in court because they happen to have the right lawyer. It's kind of insane when you think about it. Uh, waiting for Neidrotic Laura lower in the chat. Hail to you. Thanks for being a wrench and thank you for being here, as always. We got Robert in the chat as well. Hail to you. We got Eric K. He says, Hail, good father of Thor Odinson. Thank you very much, Eric K. Baby Thor is doing very well. He just had his bath, as always, and he's eating right now. It's the gay man What's going on, it's man He says, Hello. How's everyone today? Doing just fine, K-Man. Glad to have you here once again. Waiting for an Laura says, yes, indeed. Happy National Pizza Day. I hope everyone had their slice of pizza. I had three delicious slices. So what I do is I, I take the DiGiorno. It's the croissant crust. But then you get the the Hornell pepperonis on the side. Like You just buy the Hornell pepperonis. And then you put, and literally I cover the entire pizza. With these extra pepperoni, So, yeah, it's a quadruple, quintuple, whatever it is you want to call it, pepperoni pizza. And it is delightful. It is delicious. I wish that they could do that for me, but <laughs> apparently some people don't like pepperoni as much as I do. So, it's it was a very nice national pizza day for us here in the Asgardian household. <laughs> the new number two. What's going on? Good sir? says greetings and felicitations all. Well, thank you for being here. Forever Sci-Fi, who's also a member, says, Hail all, hail to you. We got 13th Warrior, who's also a member in the chat. We got Kid Cassidy. Hail to you, Kid Cassidy. Glad to have you back. We got Tina B in the chat. What's going on, Tina B? She is, of course, the Empress of the Universe. And thank you very much for letting me know if you have a comment or question tonight. Odin question, type it all one word, Odin question. It'll highlight orange on my screen, letting me know, letting me know that you have a comment or question. Or you, of course, you can donate via super via shoo, shoo chat via super chat, or even better, via Streamlabs donation, because if you donate via Streamlabs, your message still gets read and YouTube don't get none of that money. And I just realized that my my Han Solo dice are not on my microphone. And I don't know where they are. I'm assuming they must have fallen off at some point. You see, sometimes people come in and they, like, touch my stuff. And it's like, dude, (laughs) I have everything in a specific location for a reason. I just hope that the dogs haven't eaten it. (laughs) Because that would not be good. I'll have to look for it later. But anyway, I do fall about 20, 30 minutes behind in the chat. So if you're in there being like, hey, why aren't you noticing me? It's because, one, you're probably not tagging me correctly. Or, two, because... I'm 20 to 30 minutes behind. Speaking of YouTube, we got 60 people watching. Please smash that like button, please. It really does mean a lot. And you are the best. Alice McCarthy, what's going on? Good sir. He says, howdy and How's it going? House Thor? Happy International Pizza Day. Is it International Pizza Day, or is it National Pizza Day? I thought it was National Pizza Day, but I could be wrong. Orange Eye Reviews says, Odin, I'm seriously thinking about changing my name to Orange Snowman Reviews after the snow we have gotten over the last few days. Dude, Orange Chat, send that snow my way. Work some magical powers, send them my way, because I would love to have some of that snow. Once again, the weather people are teasing me, saying, hey, two days next week, there's a chance of snow. And probably as soon as we get closer to those days, it'll turn to rain, and it'll be awful. We did have a pretty cold morning recently where there must have been some some morning dew or something. Because my car a couple days ago was covered completely with ice. And so I had to, like, actually scrape it off everything. Which, time-wise sucks, because I gotta get places. I gotta get to work. But at the same time, it's like, hey, this is turning into snow, kind of. I like this. But please, send that snow down. I, I will gladly take it. Will Gentry in the chat, trying to say, reminder incoming, no need. Heimdall is live. I remembered today. I remembered very, very quickly. (laughs) Uh, Laura says, took a season and a half to figure out that the crown is dull. Poppycock, no! Don't you hate that when you are a season and a half into a show, you've dedicated hours of your life into a show, and then you find out, oh, it really wasn't worth going into at all. It's very, very sad. <laughs> Luckily, that has doesn't happen too much to me because I am I try to be as careful as I can with the shows. See, I would actually be more apt to watch a show like The Crown because sometimes I do, like, sometimes I'm in that mood for a period piece. Like, I love the, the show The Tudors. I thought that was a great show. Um, I was a big fan of even random shows like The New Pope, The Young Pope. Not that they're, like, you know, great moral shows by any means, but I just was entertained by the general storyline and story arcs. Um... But, yeah. And then, of course, the Borgias had had some moments, too. Uh, Robert tagged and says, Do you think the story of Adam and Eve is literal or a metaphor? Yes and both, Robert, would be my quick answer to that. Uh, we're not having an open forum tonight, so I don't know if I really want to go full fuller into that. Um, but it's a both yes and type of situation <laughs> if that makes any sense it's a very catholic answer i might add uh james dashay what's going on welcome to the chat very glad to see you back as always chat has jumped on me like it always does i hope everyone is doing swimmingly you guys are all fantastic smash that like button please let me jump now over to the d live fam what is going on d fam there's someone in there i haven't seen in a long time so very very happy to see that Anyway, ThunderDuck, thank you for following me over there. L Dragon, thirty-four. What's going on, Captain Dean Heist over there as well? Captain Heist also donated five ice cream donations. Thank you for the five ice creams. I appreciate it very much. Willow Gentry, what's going on, man? Steely Dan over there, what's going on, Steely Dan? How's it going? Uh, Daniel Thorne tagged and says, The more research one does, the more it looks like the Gorilla Glue Girl thing is a scam. There's lots of anomalies with her story. And that would not surprise me at all, Daniel Thorne, because typically these things are scams. It's kind of crazy to think about how there was that situation, right, where someone was able to sue, was it McDonald's, or it was one of these places... And essentially sued them because the coffee was too hot. Now I will say this much: I believe that the the coffee was a temperature that was beyond what it should have been. However, it's just kind of crazy where you're like, I burnt my tongue on hot coffee, and so therefore I will sue the company that gave me said hot coffee. I don't know. I, I just I find that kind of stuff kind of kind of silly. But yeah, uh, Will Gentry uh, I think has put it great. He says you could argue that Brady is the ghost. Or the greatest of all so far. I think that absolutely would be a lot more accurate of a statement. That, that's absolute. But there he is, Poppyton. Dude, Poppyton, I have not seen you in such a long time. So, Poppyton, I hope you are doing well. Thank you for stopping by. Camden High says, Enjoying Resident Alien. What a nice, fun show. I agree. It really is. If anyone has not started Resident Alien yet, it stars Alan Tudyk who is of Firefly fame, right? So he played Captain, not Captain. He played Pilot Wash, Washburn, um, from Firefly. Fantastic show, fantastic actor. He's also done a ton of voice work. He's done a ton of other films, too. Uh, Many other people would probably know him from Dodgeball, where he plays Steve the Pirate. Um, And he's done a lot of great work overall. So, so glad to see him in a lead role. I I know that he did Con Man, and uh, I know that that had some some like some behind the scenes like cult success. It's a show that was very hard to watch because it I believe it was what it was like, it wasn't a like a Yahoo exclusive or something. It was some like random uh, company that was hosting the show, and so it made it more difficult to actually be able to watch it. Because um, I remember watching an episode, and I thoroughly enjoyed it because he was in it. He got Nathan Fillion to be in it too, and it was about to it was about how he used to be a pilot on a sci fi show, and so it was very meta, and, and it was and it was great, but. Resident Alien, to me, is is fantastic. It's a very like dark comedy, uh, and it's, just, it's, it's playing so well. As I said, my favorite character so far is the guy who's like, call me Big Black. And it's like, I'm not calling you Big Black. <laughs> and if you see the show, you'll know, oh, I get that now. I understand the whole Big Black thing. <laughs> Will Gendry says, The coffee one very badly burned her lap when she spilled it. That's why she won that case. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew there was something more to it, but still, it's just that, that, that thing where it's just like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of an odd thing to me. Anyway. All right. Thank you, my D-Lab fam. Let's jump back over to the YouTube. What's going on, YouTube? We got a donation from Eric K. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs, good sir. He says, Hard work taking care of the Thunderdog. Kapow. Damn right, son. Especially when I have two Thunderdogs. Dogs. And a baby Thor. It's kind of crazy. It is busy, busy in Asgard these days. I am happy happy to have a day off tomorrow, though. That'll be nice. I do plan to, to try and uh, put some videos up and to record some videos. Because um, the way my schedule's been working recently is I get home. And then I typically have to take over, like, the 4 o'clock feeding by the time I get home. And the only time I get to really record anything is there's this random spot between, like, 5 and 530 so I have like a 30-minute window. And so sometimes I'm able to record. So like yesterday or two days ago, I was able to record something for the OMB report. And it was because I just had this this, this nice little window to be able to do so. And um, But typically, it's like late at night from like like 9.30 is when is when Freya starts to go to bed. And so I might have 30 minutes to an hour. But obviously, I don't want to be up too late because I don't want to go in and, and, and wake her up when she's already asleep. But it's just one of these things where I'm just running out of time. So tomorrow, though, having the day off... Uh, I'll be having a lot more time to be able to to put some content together. So I'm going to try and get, because uh, tonight I, I think I'm going to try and get my War Games review out. Uh, it's the one I've been waiting on because I, I think that War Games is by far my favorite of the three 80s films that I watched recently by a lot. Um, so I, I'm going to try and get the War Games video out. And then I probably will hold off on an OMB report video and I'll try and get that one out tomorrow when I have more time to do so. But yeah, Eric K., thank you very much, man. Alright, over on YouTube, Pat S says, Hey Odin, think you can eat the old 96er pizza? If you finish it under an hour, everyone in chat gets a free month of Netflix streaming. It's only six pounds of pizza. Dude, if I had to actually go through that, if I prepared, I probably could. I say that and I probably couldn't, but you know what? I'd like to think I could. Uh, There was something in, and Pat S, you might know this, there was an older diner in New Orleans... And it had something called the Womblet. And the Womblet was a waffle with an omelet on top, with another waffle, with an omelet on top, with another waffle on top. And essentially, if you ate the entire thing, uh, you were able to get your name on a plaque and you didn't have to pay for it. Uh, So it was one of those typical things where, you know, I know that you know about the Chapatulas. So the Chapatulas Challenge, I don't even know if that's still going on, but there's this ice cream place in New Orleans where they basically have this just giant sundae like tons and tons of ice cream that's obviously met for like a a group of people, but if you finish it then you get your name also put onto, there's like a board and everything and uh, also I believe that you get it for free as well, so I, I think, I would like to think if I was in the position and in the mood to do so, I could though as I get older in my life I think I probably should try to avoid To avoid things like that. I already need to start making some smaller changes in my life sometime soon. I like to think to myself at the release. Uh, Nathan Slay, what's going on? Animation commentator, what's going on? Animation commentator, glad to have you back. Howdy, Odin, he says. Thanks for being here. Miss Martin Muses, thank you very much for the wave and for the rose. Always appreciate it. Rob D. says, Hey, Odin, have you ever seen any of the DC animated movies? I picked up Death and Return of Superman and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Not a whole lot of them. I've seen some of the older films. Like, so, you know, Batman Mask of the Phantasm I've seen. But that's pretty much it. Not, Not that I have anything against them. It's just they don't tend to be the films that I... That I would go to first. There's so many other films. Like so many other 1980s films, for instance, that I still need to see. Uh, Matthew Hyland in the chat. What's going on, Matthew Hyland? Parrot Head also. Shuxy. What's going on, Shuxy? And and then, and then they say they just signed up for Odyssey. Well, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Odyssey is really cool. Um, I will say this much because I know that some people have reached out. The Odyssey app on iOS absolutely has a lot of work to be done. But I think that the desktop app is is fantastic, um, and the same goes for library as well. And it, it's it's obviously it's one of those things where it's not going to be as clean as YouTube, but that's always the issue, right? Is we try and and compare everything to YouTube, and so when it's not as convenient, we then go right back to them, right? <laughs> it's like it's like an abusive relationship where it's like I just keep coming back, I keep coming back, even though you're gonna throw me all these random ads, and you're gonna demonetize platforms, and you're gonna you know censor content and everything. Um, and that, that doesn't mean that we need to put up with like really bad, uh, services by any means, but I think that the, the, the quirks of Odyssey and the quirks of library are not nearly as egregious as some of the other platforms that I've tried to the point where it's, it's absolutely doable though. I have been rocking a double phone recently because I have my old, uh, one plus six T that's my Android device before I switched over to the iPhone. So I've been, I've been using that for the The library client on Android is Fantastic. Highly recommend LBRY. And what's cool about Odyssey Library is that they're the same platform, essentially. It's just a different interface for the most part. And so, if you sign up through Odyssey, you also, by extension, have a library account, too. And so, if you just sign in on Library on, on Android, you'll be signed in. And you'll be able to watch videos, leave comments, things like that. So, yeah, I like it a lot. Also, um, the app allows you to view things like your your wallet, which I think is a really nice feature. Because I was looking it, I was like, Damn! Because my, my account's been backed up for probably about a couple of years now, I think, since I first uploaded all my videos. And I got, like, hundreds of dollars saved up over there. I was like, I had no idea. So, obviously, like, I'm, I don't really know what to do with it yet. I, I know there's a way you can, like, transfer it out. But a part of me is like, I kind of want to wait for it to accumulate it and then just put it, put it all into, like, something like Bitcoin or something. Because, <laughs> just you know, it's extra passive income right now. Um, and uh, Bitcoin's on the rise in a very crazy way. Shout out to Elon Musk for that, I guess. <laughs> uh, Thursday Warrior says, Happy National Pizza Day and random Wednesday tomorrow. Yeah, bro. Thank you, thank you. Uh, POC, Preserver of Culture, what's going on? Slice of Neons in the chat as well. Hail to you. Matthew Hyland says, Did you see the new look for Jared Leto's Joker? I've seen a couple of images. It looks much better. It looks infinitely better. However, it's still Jared Leto. So, even though it might look nice, doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to play off as nice. Brian Barr says, Golden Globes has been announced. Never heard of 80% of the films that were nominated. Yeah, I, I gave more of my full thoughts on that on the uh, OMB podcast, on Patreon, Subscribestar, and YouTube members. Uh, so, if you want to hear more of my full thoughts on that. But, yeah, it's, it's the same crap that it always is every single year. Uh, Father then just says, Black Priest. In quotes. Huh. I don't understand the point there. Nathan Slay says, John, I need context, Father. Father, I always need context. That's, that's that's one of the shirts that my wife's working on. By the way, if you've not bought a Bob the Midichlorian shirt yet, what are you waiting for? It's cute. It's adorable. Check, check out my Teespring. Uh, Teespring.com slash store slash OMB reviews. Nathan Slay says, John Wick Chapter 3 is a big improvement over John Wick 2. John Wick 2 was good, but a little underwhelming, but that's just me, I guess. You see, I personally think that John Wick 1 is the best. John Wick 2 is pretty uh is pretty fantastic too. And then John Wick 3 is actually a little weaker. than it, it comes down to this. John Wick 1 is the better movie. John Wick 2 has the better story and John Wick 3 has the best action. That that's typically how I break it down because they're all they're all pretty great. Um let's see. Tina says what's a 16 and a 19 project? So the 1619 project means like the year 1619. And I, I I don't know as much about it either. For, for, for what I can gather, it's this concept that we need to teach our children that America has always been founded upon racism. Essentially, is 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 basically what they're trying to do. <laughs> where it's like, oh, doesn't that sound all joyous? Isn't that going to make people proud of where they live? <laughs> Which is the point. They don't want people to be proud. Eight uh, bit Snape boy, welcome back to the chat. Glad to have you here, as always. Let's see. Rob D., what's going on? Alice McCarthy says, This world needs more lawyers as cats. If you mean like the movie Cats, then yes. I would agree with you. By the way, I finally, I showed my wife last night the opening song to Cats the musical, the movie. And oh man, it's just as nightmare fuel as I remember it. Jellicle cats in a jellicle way. Jellicle, 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 gel. Jell- oh, it's so bad. It's so bad, but it's so funny. All right, Pat S. says, well, he's done. Uh, what he hasn't finished, what? All that's left is crust and the pineapple he picked off. Exactly okay. If I can cookie brown, will will you throw in a four copy of Spies Like Us? Pat S., I have no idea what is going on. I feel like I'm jumping into a conversation here. Like, I'm so confused. You need to tag, tag people. People, if you're having conversation in the chat, please tag the people you're talking to. Because, again, I fall 20, 30, 30 minutes behind. So, when I see it, I'm like, "Um, what? What's going on here? Anyway, <laughs> just a quick note. Uh, let's see. Father Christopher Miller says, speaking of algorithms, my mass stream was muted halfway through the homily, both Saturday and Sunday. Sunday was after I mentioned the form of Mrs. Page. Yeah, uh, Father, I remember you mentioning that in in one of our chats. And it's it's kind of disturbing to hear about, right? Because the first time, yeah, it's probably an issue. But the second time, a uh, little bit too much of a dink for it to happen at around the same time, both times, right? Especially when the homily was about certain subject matters. Forever Sci-Fi says, I quit Facebook when I realized how negative it was making me. Yeah, dude, Forever Sci-Fi. That's one of the reasons why I, I've tried my best, and I'm not doing a good job. I've tried my best to go away from things like Twitter. You know, I'm still obviously getting you know ticked off by things in the news, but you know, th- th- this stuff matters to me, right? I think that it's important for us to be aware of what's going on in our country and in our world, and a lot of it's gonna gonna, gonna take us off. I think it is, um, but I think it is important for us to also try and stay positive. So I've tried to like add some more people into my like video consuming lineup. Uh, Tim Pool, of course, has always been really great. I love when he talks cultural stuff. Like when he goes on the rants about like Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and last night he went on this this thing with like aliens, everything. I like that's fun. That that's just good, uh, fun entertainment. I've also started to add in uh, Ron Paul does one thing called the Liberty Report, and he's just such a, like a nice old man and he talks just about so many different things like he doesn't just focus on the same thing over and over again and he comes from like this jolly perspective and so I just feel like it just adds a little bit more joy to my day so I've been adding some Ron Paul to my day that's how I've been trying to like even out a bit of course I, I watch comedy stuff too I watch non-political stuff which is also very helpful too but yeah uh, Facebook absolutely can can be very very toxic especially when you're going against your friends and family. And it's crazy because, as I said, YouTube or rather uh, social media networks in general have, again, been shown to essentially be playing around with your emotions, right? They will show you and they will uh, promote certain things to get a certain reaction out of you. And it's almost as if they want us to hate each other. <laughs> I mean, they want us to have this tension. And gee, I wonder why. Because it's a lot harder for us to come together and agree when we all hate each other. It's kind of sad. Uh, Bound to Hobbit, what's going on? Titan in the chat, what's going on? Thursday the Borger says, I quit Facebook after an old friend went off about January 6th and told all of his, quote, friends that if they had supported Trump, they are no longer welcome as his friends. See, that's Again, that's insane. That is insane. To say, hey, because you supported this political candidate, we can't be friends anymore. Right? The whole concept and the whole point of friends is that you disagree, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know a lot of people that I'm friends with where we agree 100% on everything. Like, my best friend in the world, we have a lot of just key disagreements over a lot of things. I mean, don't get me wrong, friends, there needs to be some core elements of agreement or of connection, obviously. But to say that friends all should have the same exact opinions, even politically, is insane. And all that person's doing is essentially saying, I don't want different perspectives in my life. I don't want to actually hear anyone else's thoughts. I just want... The mainstream media to tell me all the sweet nothings that I want to hear nonstop on repeat. That's all that it is. And to be honest, I feel I feel bad and I feel sorry for your friend because that's a very sad life that they are pushing themselves to eventually live. Uh, James, I did not forget about you. Thank you again for the dollar donation via Streamlabs says, hey Odin, do you think the actors are real people or fake people when they go off on real world problems and politics? Sorry if my message is a bit odd. I know, I think it connects very much to the conversation we're having right now Um, No, I I would say it depends. I think there are some actors that are so wacky that they honestly believe the things that they say and they will just go off Um, they will just go off on these random tangents but I do think there's others that are doing or saying things or are being more provocative for clicks and more provocative for attention. I do think there's there's truth on both sides of that. I think that you have actors that do both. So that would be my thought on that. Uh, waiting for Negrotic Laura says, happy to see Odyssey has an app now. Yeah, me too. I, I really am. I, I'm so happy to see it. I can't wait to see how they improve it because it can only go up from here. From what I've been told, I know that Young Ripa talked about this a bit on Friday Night Tights last week. Um, where essentially he's been in contact with a lot of the people that work there. And apparently if you have issues, you can just send them a message, uh, send them an email, and they, they're relatively quick and, and returning uh, because their platform does not have as much traffic as some of the other major platforms out there. Um, but no, I'm very excited to see what's going on. But as I said, if you have an Android device, uh, the library app is, is actually very, very well done. Um, and I'm actually really enjoying that one. That's why i I've been rocking the double phones recently. <laughs> like literally, you know, uh, I'll go to work on my days where I have an off period and I'll bring the second phone and then I'll just do like a tether so that I can, you know, have it, <laughs> have it just, uh, playing off the Wi-Fi of my own phone. So I can, I can watch and listen to the videos and the podcast through the library platform. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Anyone else in the chat? Uh, Tina B says, I cannot wait for Twitter to start charging for tweeting if you want to do premium tweeting. What will the SJWs and haters do? They don't have money. Is that something they're talking about? Man, oh, man. That might be the way to kind of get rid of the trolls. I I know that uh, some platform uh, played around with this concept, where essentially in order for you to participate in the platform – uh, oh, yeah, it was this was uh, Locals. It was a promo for Locals, uh, the Dave rubin uh, back platform. And their mindset was if you just have people charge even a dollar to use your platform for a month or even less or rather more, it gets rid of most of the trolls, right? It gets rid of most of the bot accounts because real people, you know, are more, you know, rather bots are not going to be able to just create itself and, and, and you know, someone's not going to be willing, I think, to lose money on those types of bot accounts typically, right? Obviously, it's not a perfect system. Um, but no, I think it's interesting, right? What if Twitter said, Hey, in order to sign up, you have to give $5 for the year or something like that, right? How many people would actually stay on that platform if they charge $5 for you to be there. But by doing that, you could get access to, uh, more like curated content. You would have more of a guarantee. You know, they could maybe even guarantee more freedom of speech. I don't know. Like to me, I think it would actually be a way of saving that platform because they need to do something and it's not just charging people. They need to fix their platform. And if that's the way they get past some of it, as long as it means more freedom of speech and everything like that, you know, hey, that, that could be a viable option. I don't think I'm going to go along with them because I have my issues with the higher-ups at Twitter. Um, I don't like Jack Dorsey. I don't like the people behind the scenes there. So if they do that and they fix their issues, I probably still will not be fully backing of them. And that's why I, I've been moving over to Minds. right? I do Minds Plus, which is, I think, $7 a month. And do I get a whole lot out of it? Not really, but... I want to support them, right? So it's like, I, you know, and what's cool is that if you want to use Minds, you don't have to pay. You don't have to be a a Minds Plus member. But I just, again, uh, support the programs and support the the sites that you want to support. All right, Warrior who's a member, says, I almost wish I was still on Facebook so I could message the guy and ask him if he read the Time article. Yeah, seriously. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to say all these things. Here's this article here. You see what this article is saying? And I'm sure... But here's the thing. Some of these people honestly have, have a derangement, right? Some of these people honestly have something wrong with them mentally. And I don't think... In some cases, it's not their fault, right? In some cases, I think that they have essentially, like, tricked their brains and tricked their minds and have created, you know, either by, uh, by nature, right, by their very existence, they have a chemical imbalance or through the process of them going through this trauma. Again, here's the thing. This is real, right? When people say Trump derangement syndrome or TDS... It's not just some, like, random joke. These are people that have honestly gone through something very similar to PTSD. Because they've put in, they've put so much time, they've put so much effort and care behind, in that case, an election. But we're seeing this happen all the time with other things, too. People put so much care and so much effort and so much time... Into things that things that really honestly don't even really matter in the end of the day, and when things then don't go their way, they actually have this trauma that happens to them psychologically. So it's actually really sad. So I, I would actually say that people doing these things probably need help. Probably need to go to therapy. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna be honest. I tend to see a lot more people who are happy and joyous and enjoying life on one side versus the other. It's typically what I see. But at the same time, too, I think that anyone, everyone. Um, if if there's something going on, get help. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing shameful about it. We all need help sometime. Father says, so far, Greenland is giving me strong vibes of knowing from 2009. I don't think that's a good... Father, for me, that's not a good recommendation. He says, it's basically an end-of-the-world movie, and I'm always a sucker for those movies. Okay, I gotcha. Ah, knowing was not good. Father, knowing was not good. <laughs> uh, Laura says, I think there's a certain issues that we could all agree on, no matter what your political party for instance why does insulin cost so much there's so much common sense stuff that we all agree on absolutely right and that's the thing we can agree on a lot of things and then the disagreement can be how do we get to the result And I think that that leads to good discussions, right? Because it says, hey, here's a problem that we all agree is a problem, but how do we get to an actual, you know, conclusion? How do we actually get to a resolution? And that's where you'll find, I think, you know, some people say, well, I think the government should be the one that that fixes this. And others would say, no, I think it should be the people, right? I think it should be business. I think it should be this or that. And that's what causes discussion. And discussion is a good and healthy thing. It's one of the things I love about the classes that I teach because we get to have discussions and there are many students who do not hold the, you know, do not hold to the beliefs of the church who themselves are not maybe even Catholic. And so it's just a really great platform and a great environment for us to be able to actually engage in discussion. And it's something that we often, I think, don't get enough of, right? We don't get enough of that platform to be able to have just honest discussions because, all that we know about quote-unquote debates are people yelling at each other, which is not actual debate, really. It's it's sad because there is so much that we can agree on. Like, I think all of us can agree poverty is bad. Okay, let's unite. How do we stop poverty? And that's when we can try and debate issues and talk through the issues and say, what common ground can we get to? Because we want the same end, right? We want poverty to either completely de- be abolished- slash in, at least at the very least incredibly diminished from what it is now, and so there's going to be paths and, and solutions along the way that we can probably all come to some agreement on. but yeah, things are so polarized now, and that's why Congress drives me nuts because they don't they don't care about anything that, that that's why i'm i'm very I'm very much being pushed in this anti um incumbent direction where it's like if they're an incumbent i'm I'm more likely now in the future just to vote against them on principle and say, nope, we need new ideas. And if everyone were to do that, imagine if, and again, obviously this, imagine all the people, speaking of which, I actually never, until last night, <laughs> this is bad, I had never actually read the lyrics to that song. Man, what a so socialist commie nightmare being promoted in that song. But that, That's beside the point. But again, imagine if you will, if Nancy Pelosi was primaried out, so replaced by another Democrat, but it wasn't Nancy Pelosi. Imagine you have Mitch McConnell replaced by another Republican, primaried out, but it's not Mitch McConnell. I think just those two alone losing power and being replaced by new fresh eyes would have a major impact on on uh, Congress personally. Um, but now imagine doing that several times over. That's the only way we're going to be able to hopefully get enough voices and enough people in that can actually start talking and having communications, right? We need to talk to each other again. This was not meant to be political. This was not meant to go off on a political tangent, but we need to be able to come together and talk. We need to be able to come together and have these discussions. And I know that a lot of people have that mindset, well, if one side's not willing to do that, then what can we do? It's like, well, as Christ says, sometimes we need to be the one to turn the other cheek. Sometimes we need to be the ones to be the bigger man or woman, right? We need to be the ones to, to reach out sometimes. And it's not easy, but whoever said the path and the road to salvation is easy. It definitely wasn't Jesus, that's for sure. The <laughs> gay uh, man says, sadly, a lot of us have similar stories. I've had a friend I've known for 12 years that has pushed away from our friendship because of BS that they read on social media. Again, it's just so sad. Father Christopher Miller says, so it's not Oscar material. It's talking about Greenland. Animation commentator tagged and says, I think it's best to have social media to to not have social media with friends and family now that I've gone through years on Facebook and just got rid of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially as as long as these these media moguls are running things behind the scene. And and basically playing around with our emotions. Matthew Hyland said, That was very well said, Brady. (laughs) Animation commentator, I think it's good to have fun discussions with like minded non family people in places like mine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, it is. And that's why I've been trying to add in some more diverse content over there, because sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm more political on minds than I am about movies or anything. But also, it's because, you know, I, I try and not spend as much time on social media as I can. Um, you know, something that I'm personally working on. And... Yeah, and that's another reason why I've been doing a lot of these polls. Uh, the, The polls, by the way, thank you everyone for participating in all the polls, whether it's from the OMB Report channel or from the OMB Reviews channel. It's been a lot of fun. This morning, we actually had the first landslide, the first ever landslide poll, and the question was, what is the best decade? And 80s won by, like, a landslide. It was, like, 80s and then 90s was second place. And then the rest, you know, because I was only able to fit five options, unfortunately. So it was nineties, eighties, seventies, sixties, fifties. And so the other categories had some some traction. But the big one, I mean by a landslide, I think it was like 70% or something. Crazy was the eighties, which shouldn't surprise me with with the recommendations and the, <laughs> the vitriol I get from people who hate on me for not watching so many different eighty movies, eighties movies. Uh, P.O.C. says, I've been bringing I've been binging on 1980s David Letterman recently. What do you watch when you just want to break and want to watch something fun like a kind of viewing comfort food? I tend to watch movies. I tend to watch older films. I tend to watch movie recommendations, that kind of thing. Also, YouTube, to be honest, there's a lot of just non nonpolitical uh, like there's gamers on YouTube. Uh, I watch older music, older music videos. You know, random stuff like that. Literally before the stream, I was watching Dance Magic Dance from the movie The Labyrinth. I mean, it it's just yeah, things like that. Sometimes it's just a random thing. Uh righty, let us see. Uh Jay Z Denton says, goat, as of today, results may vary. Goats in mirror are closer than they appear. <laughs> yes, Jay-Z Denton. That that's great. That that's completely accurate to what I was trying to say. <laughs> Thirsty the Warrior says, ever see how many warning stickers are on ladders? Every one of them is there because of lawsuits. Yeah. And there I am like, get the hell off my ladder. All I want is to use the damn ladder. <laughs> like, unless the ladder has like a defect, I, I I don't really care. Because to me, it's it should be kind of commonsensical stuff. <laughs> David Slay says, But Tommy Terrific set the bar so high that I'm not sure anyone can catch him. He brings such great leadership to teams. That's why I think he's the best. But that's the thing is that we don't know that because up until Tom Brady, there were other people who were considered to be the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And so, as I said, he he, he set the bar higher, but that does not mean that no one else is ever going to reach that bar um pat s says gorilla glues the goat (laughs) soul assassin that gorilla glue lady sure got herself in a sticky situation she's gonna be known as the woman who uh, put don't put glue in hair warning on the bottle now yeah seriously imagine going through the rest of your life saying hey you know that warning that you have on gorilla glue saying don't put it in your hair that was me it's like you're so proud of yourself you really should be Robbie says, Odin, I always say with lawyers, if you can prove a guilty man innocent, you're officially a lawyer. If you can't prove an innocent man innocent, find a new profession. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh Sola Num Tinker, what's going on? Annie uh Shikima in the chat. Doctor Blue Box eleven, hail to you. Uh justin just another red shirt tagged and says, There's no such thing as too much pepperoni. That's a fact. That's a fact, thank you. I mean, I eat, I eat pepperoni right outside the bag. Uh, <laughs> I had some pepperoni before I, had, I even had the pepperoni pizza. I totally agree. Thursday the Borgia says quadruple pepperoni, eat more grease. That's the best part. What are you talking about? Grease. You make it sound like it's sort of a bad thing. No, no, no. It's just deliciousness. It's pepperoni deliciousness, is what it is. Uh, Laura Taggart says, I did a paralegal internship with a large city. They were constantly settling cases that had no merit, and I couldn't figure out why. A lot of trip and falls. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Roger Haynes, thank you very much for the super sticker. I'm pretty sure it's a thumbs up because that's what it normally is. So I'm going to give you a shout out. Good, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, Hardwick in the chat. What's going on? Hardwick says, I didn't know it was National Pizza Day. But I happen to eat a Walmart buffalo chicken pizza today. Boom. Then you're there. Mutant Banhammer. Get out of here with that nastiness. Get that pineapple away from that pizza slice. How dare you? Sasha Neon says, I just had Tombstone 5 cheese. Needed pineapple but was delicious. I know, Syser. Now, now get it out of here. Just the meats. Just the meats, specifically pepperoni. Hey, this Slay, what's better to you, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or The Breakfast Club? I prefer Ferris Bueller. That's just me, though. I think they're both great films. Forever Sci-Fi says, they vanished. Oh, no, Luke is gone. New number two, today I'm celebrating National Pizza Day with pineapple pizza. Damn you. <sighs> the poll has already spoken. The people have already spoken, guys. And the poll and the people said, pineapple on pizza is blasphemy. So... Get, get that nonsense out of here. Matthew Hyland then says, Did Ray steal the dice? Like she stole the name Skywalker. Hashtag thief. I think that she is a prime suspect because she is a known thief. This is true. Alex McCarthy says, Either way, it's a pizza day and I just had a pizza. Boom, Alex. Damn right. Damn right. POC says, I saw snow melting on the sidewalk today and it was glorious. I want snow. Just give me snow. Uh Solennum Tinker says it hasn't snowed in my area of the UK in February for about 30 years and there is snow outside that's awesome. You're talking to someone that loves snow and doesn't get enough of it so I will always say that's awesome. Orange Hire View says I will abracadabra that snow if it's the last thing I do Odin good. Please. <laughs> try your hardest and if it's not snowing as of now you need to try harder cuz it's not snowing. <laughs> Bruce says hello Odin what's going on Bruce glad to have you here the hunger chunky funky monkey who is now becoming a, a, a troll in the channel he says pineapple day no get out of here get out of here what are you doing get out of here you disgust me with your pineapple pizza nonsense all right Chad has jumped on me like it always does let me see yes indeed Roger Haynes left the thumbs up thank you again for that um let us see any comments skipped looks like some comments may have been skipped again may have been skipped so again that's youtube's fault uh so hashtag youtube sucks youtube sucks youtube sucks it really really sucks but anyway uh it has jumped on me it's now 7:28 in the youtube chat but before jumping back there let me dive into the d fam what's going on d fam Let's see. They're having some conversations. Camden High says, Speaking of food challenges, I used to love watching Man vs. Food. Some crazy challenges on there. Yeah, I remember hearing about it. I never watched them myself. But, yeah, I know of the basic premise. Daniel Thorne says, Twitter now wanting to charge subscription fees means they are going downhill. Is that true? I actually, as I said, I uh, I did not know. Will Gentry says locals is seven dollars a month to join a community. Anyone can follow the community and see what is said, but only subs can comment on it. No no no, it depends on the community, Will Gentry. Um I I last I checked, the minimum that you have to charge if you're a creator on there is two dollars. Um so I think some are absolutely charging more than that, but anyway. Daniel Thorne then says, Pelosi will be replaced by AOC at this rate. Old voice replaced by younger voice, but still bad. Yeah, but here's the thing. If it's a newer voice, to be honest, I think I'd prefer it. Will Gentry says, The people with hardcore TDS uh, have somehow convinced themselves they've been through a trauma, so their PTSD is legit, but self-imposed. Yeah, Will Gentry, Exactly. Right, it's real. Like they are actually going through that trauma, and they've gone through that trauma. But it's it's through their own hand, right? It's through their own making. That that is absolutely correct, no doubt. Daniel Thorne that says, can you uh, can you do a poll which is worse, too much pepperoni or too much pineapple on pizza? No, get your pineapple out of here. County High says, blasphemy may have won, but it wasn't a landslide. It was not a landslide, but it still won. Speaking of winning, oh, man, shout-out to Captain J-Rod, the beer guru, who is one of my supporters on Subscribestar. He just dropped a Ninjagini. Wow, man. Dropped the Ninjagini 1,000 lemons over on D-Live. Thank you so very much, good sir. Thank you for that Ninjagini, man. I appreciate it. And he says, mmm, pineapple and spam pizza now. J-Rod, you betray me. You betray me. You're not good, you. You're just a chicken. Cheap, 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 cheap. You did that to me. How dare you? You betrayed me. I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Will Gentry says, I meant to say Locals is $7 for the community. I sub to. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I thought. Daniel Thorne says, Congrats, you have survived one twelfth of 2021. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, you guys are awesome. Thank you to the D Life Fam. All right, back over to YouTube, Rosie G Twelve, hail Rosie G Twelve! Thank you very much for being here. Seven and B, what's going on, Seven and B? She is indeed the captain, the general, rather, of the Valkyrie. Thank you again for being here. You are always wonderful and fantastic, though sometimes late on Tuesdays. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much for being here, Steph. Appreciate it. All right. Let us see. Uh, James, thank you for the dollar donation via Streamlabs, says, which decade would you go back and live in for me? I would like to go back into the mid-late 90s and even the early 2000s, since most things were similar. P.S. I would also like to see what the 80s were like, too. Yeah, I mean, for me, whenever I think about that question, there's, there's, to me, obvious answers that I, I can think of. Like, I typically would think of that, but actually the 50s the concept of the movie theater was very different back then it was just a lot more of a of an ongoing experience some of the best films of all time came out during that period as well it's like 40s and 50s era but then there's a lot of other things that are not so great about those times as well and and so that's why for me it's like yeah it's fun to think about it's right it's fun to speculate on but in the end i'm the best time to live in is the time that we currently are living in even though it sometimes doesn't feel that way Oh, uh, let's see. Soul Assassin Tagging says, I just realized that if I order a pizza now, Odin and the pizza would arrive at the same time he reads this message. That's probably true because it's 7.52 in real life. It's 7.28 in the chat. So it's a, almost 30 minutes behind. So that a pizza could absolutely arrive within that time. Rosie G 12 also said, Twitter is such a awful cesspool. I'm so glad I quit it years ago. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm actually very much liking the Minds community over there. Tina B says, I definitely recommend that documentary from Sideways. It, I have no idea they screwed up the movie and themes that much. Keep that director away from directing. Wait, what is that? What is that talking about? I need context. There probably was context in the comments that were skipped, so I will forgive that one. Nathan Slay says, For me, John Wick 1 is fantastic. John Wick 1 is the best movie by a mile. And the story, John Wick 2, has the best world building. 3, the best action. 1 is an A. Pat S. then says, Dan Aykroyd is great in almost everything. Neighbors, My Girl 2, and Nothing But Trouble are not really rewatchable. Rosie G 12 then says, remember when you used to be able to have friends where we didn't just talk about politics and just agreed to disagree and still love each other? Yeah, seriously, is that such a foreign concept, Rosie? It certainly seems that way. Yeah, I totally remember that. I remember when I was in high school, and that's what we would do, right? High school, college years. You know, I one of my friends was an a you know was a devout atheist, was a devout, um, you know Barack Obama supporting atheist, which was in in college was the antithesis of what I was, right? Because that's when I was a very politically minded person, I was very establishment Republican mindset. And I obviously was still very much passionate in my faith. So he was the antithesis of everything that I believed in, everything that I thought. But we were still able to come together because guess what? We talked about other things, right? And that's the thing. We talked about cultural things. We talked about things like comics and video games. And uh, you know, despite the fact that my knowledge of it was very was very low, they were all into it, and so I was able to listen to them and say, "Wow, this is really interesting stuff." And you know, movies, right? So we were able to have more cultural conversations. And I think this is the this is the key. They have essentially destroyed friendships because what they've done is they've taken the cultural institutions, right? They've taken the cultural stuff that used to be the way that we could find ways to agree, right? We used to be able to find ways to to get over our disagreements because of these cultural things. And now they've infested them with politics, most most notably identity politics. So now you can't even talk about that anymore. Right? If if my friends and I were, were growing up today. And in 2021, I don't think a lot of us would be friends anymore because things have become not only so polarized, but also because these cultural institutions have been taken over by by radical ideologies. And I think it is incredibly dangerous. It really, honestly, is incredibly dangerous. Rosie then says most actors are clearly nitwits. That's true. Uh, Who is it? There was one actor that said actors are morons and they shouldn't talk. I forgot who said that. See, Hardwick says, I just, I still want to see a John Wick movie in which he has to fight dozens of vicious dogs. No, I don't want to see that at all. Because in order to do it right, you would need to get real dogs, and then it would be a whole thing. And then the only alternative would be CGI dogs, and it would look terrible. So, yeah, nah, not me. Mark 63366 says, watch Mortal on Amazon Prime. It's an amazing film, the best I've seen since Joker. I'll have to watch it again. Right now, it makes my short list of perfect movies. Really, what's it about? Tell me more sell me on that film mark Tina says Cloudfish TV had already said they knew Twitter would do it Twitter announced it today at, that they are considering subscription plans but it might get rid of sock accounts yeah so that's the thing right if it's going to clean Twitter up then hey that could be a good thing I'm not paying you know, I'm I'm very happy on my alt platform so if that actually pushes more people to other platforms then hey that could be a good thing Pat S says, "I find Odyssey much more user friendly than Mines. I'm downloading the app right now. Yeah, me too. As I said, Odyssey's desktop app is much better than its mobile app. I will say that for sure. There's still some bugs in the in the mobile app, but again, it's a brand new app, so that that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, I see. I, I keep. I think Pat S, you mentioned that previous or so, no? Someone else, I think maybe it was Jake Buck or someone else had mentioned that they were they were having issues with Mines. I find Mines very intuitive." Like there's a messenger option. There's post. You like the post. You re you you remind or just retweet essentially the post. You can comment. I don't know. I just it seems very straightforward to me personally. That's just my that's just my thought though. Hyperintelligent uh, says, "Oh hey, I know it's late, but I never got to hear your thoughts on Godzilla versus Monkey. I hope Mothra pops up to stop them. Save Mothra. Hashtag Team Godzilla. All Kong. stormdraker is f- Stormbreaker is fire. Yeah, I mean." I don't really care for this franchise specifically. I, I didn't like any of the Monsters. I didn't like Kong Skull Island. I liked the 2014 Godzilla. I actually liked that one a lot. Um, I just thought it was a well-made movie. But yeah, I don't really care much, to be honest. Um, But obviously, if I had to choose a side, I'd probably go Godzilla. Because I remember growing up watching a lot of the uh, dubbed over <laughs> original Godzilla films. And they were fun. Hardway then says, have you noticed that Keanu Reeves and Michael Douglas always look a decade or more younger when they have a beard? When they go clean-shaven, they look way older. Yeah, I haven't noticed with Michael Douglas, but I have definitely noticed it with Keanu Reeves. Also, he just looks better in a beard. I think it's not that he looks younger, he just looks better. And so by our mind standard, better just looks younger to us, I think. Thursday's Warrior says, I pay to follow a couple of accounts on Locals. It's got good back and forth among the followers. We don't all have the same viewpoints, but it's not toxic for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I, I do technically have a platform over on, on Locals. I haven't really promoted it a whole lot because I, I'm not doing a lot there, so I don't, I don't want to send people over there and have them have to pay anything. Uh, I just, again, I, I don't want that to be the case. Um, I have considered it, though. I have definitely considered it. It's just one of those things where, to me, it's if there's if there's accounts and, rather, if there's, if there's services like mine's, where people can join it for free, and we have similar engagement capabilities. Because you can actually create groups on Mines. I haven't done that yet. I might have to create a group on Mines, to be honest. Um, But because you can do stuff like that for free, I'd I'd rather go in those alt-tech platforms like that um, than put anything behind a paywall. I try to avoid that at all costs, if I can. What I might be able to do is I might be able to have... I might Again, I don't know how subscriptions work on Mines... But I might be able to make it work so that if you want to be like a, a Patreon or Subscribestar member, but you want to support through Minds instead, I might have that as another option. But that, that I think we're a little ways down the line. Uh, Pat says, said, I thought Parlor was coming back this week. Yeah, D- Dan Bongino had said it was supposed to be back yesterday. Obviously, that didn't happen, so I don't know what's going on. Um, but remember, the CEO had said it'll be back by the end of January, and now the CEO has gone. So I have a feeling there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And that's why I've said I don't think Parlor is coming back and if it does come back, I don't think it's going to be the same and I think it's going to be playing it playing by a very different set of rules. So I honestly think it would be better to start looking towards other uh, platforms. I recommend Minds. The two alt-tech platforms that I have settled on are Minds for social media and Odyssey for video platform/library because library essentially is is the same thing. Just a different overall uh, view. Rosie says, "I disagree. OMB TDS sufferers are babies having tantrums. You are way too nice. I understand that there are some that definitely, I think, come across that way, or maybe do have that going on. But as someone that does have friends who went through a mental break, I know, I know that they have gone through. Now again, it's self-imposed. So I'm not gonna. I think that was a great point Will Gentry made, right? I believe it is self-imposed, but that doesn't make it any less real." So I really honestly do feel bad for a lot of these people because, one, they fell into a position where they they put themselves into this position, and that, two, now that they're there, they need actual professional help to get out, and they don't recognize that they need that help. And it's actually kind of scary. It is honestly kind of scary, in my opinion, that there are so many people that are falling into this category. Orthopedics, what's going on? Uh, Mr. Jazz Fusion also here. Pat S. says, but do we? Poverty has kept a lot of people in power for a long time. Sorry, the, I, I I know we we're having a conversation, but I don't understand what the question is because, again, context. Hyprin says, what I love about being here is hearing different conversations and opinions. That's why I enjoy your content, even though you and I may disagree on things we're willing to hear from each other. Exactly, hyperin, right? There's tons of people in this chat right now that disagree with me on a wide variety of things, but there are core issues that we can all agree with, right? I think all of us agree that... Speech should be a protected right. I think all of us agree that we should be, to the best of our ability, respectful to one another. Until someone's not respectful, right? Um, obviously, for me, I, I try, I would try, and hope to do the best I could to, to rise above it. But I fail. I fail constantly. I am not a poster child for that for that mindset at all. Because there are tons of times. That's why I've been trying to push myself away more so from Twitter. Because there's so many times where I've just, you know, gone off on people. Um, and, and I'm trying to I'm trying to pull back on that a bit. And obviously I'm still struggling, but yeah, that's why I love Asgard, right? I love this community that we have here on YouTube because it's a small community and we're all respectful of each other. We all have different opinions. We have different movie opinions, different show opinions, and many of us probably have even different political opinions and especially religious opinions, right? But we can all come together. We can all find those things that we agree with, all those things that, that can bring us together as people. And as long as we don't allow anyone to take that away from us, they won't. Tina says, my mother always hated imagine. She said John Lennon had to be a very lost man to concoct a song about imagining that there's no heaven or hell. He's uh he'd rather have oblivion. Yeah, again, because I was reading the lyrics and I'm like, wow, I never realized. Because I think so many people love the song, not for the lyrics, but for the music, because it's a very catchy song. But I was I was listening to the, I was like looking at the lyrics and I'm like, what? This is just Propaganda and it's disturbing. I think you're right. Yeah, I think your mom was right for sure. Man, it is sad. It is absolutely sad. Slicer says, Imagine his garbage tier drivel like woke slam poetry. Well, that's a hot take right there. <laughs> Animation commentator says, RIP, Christopher Plummer, absolutely. Bruce says, McConnell is my senator and I would love to primary him out. Do it, man. Dude, you and Tina. You and Tina, you're my Kentucky uh, Kentucky cousins because I'm in Tennessee. Um, do it. Seriously. <laughs> you know, we have, in you know for senators, we have Blackburn, who is not perfect, but I think that she's of the better senators. I don't think she's been in the Senate as long as some of the others. We, we just lost Lamar Alexander, who had been in the Senate forever, uh, so now there's a newer person there. But, yeah, I think a lot of us, and as I said, it's not even just about Getting people out who have been in there for a long time, it's, hey, maybe we should just be anti-incumbent. I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a random thought. Thursday, the Warrior. I learned the invention of camera pills came from discussions between neighbors, a doctor and a specialist in guided missiles. New ideas come from discussions between disparate people. I think I'm missing some piece of context there. Tina B says... Uh, but the 20s, 30s, and 40s are lonely, and I will be suing on their behalf for you, leaving them off the list. Okay, Tina, I promise I will do another poll at some point, maybe even tomorrow, I don't know, where I'll say, hey, what's the best decade? And then I'll do, I guess I could do 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, because that actually might be a little more fair. So, don't worry, Tina. I honestly, I couldn't fit it. I try. I think I told some of y'all this on the poll. I couldn't fit all of the decades they only gave me five options. <laughs> but thank you for engaging with it as uh, in the in the same way. Rosie G12 says best decade is the 40s for her. I I think there's a fair argument to be made there. Think about all of the great classic movies that came out of the 40s. Yeah. That's why to me the, the two greatest decades of film are probably 40s and 50s. As far as like actual like classic movie material, 40s and 50s is what I would say personally. I'm sure Tina would say 20s and 30s probably, but and I know everyone in here most people would say the 80s, but <laughs> Your voice was already heard in the polls, so I don't want to hear from you anymore. <laughs> Especially you Alex McCarthy. I love you good sir. James O'Shea says, "Have you seen the social network I have? Very well-made movie." Uh, and I think gives a really, really I actually want to go back and watch it, knowing now more of what I like knowing more about Mark Zuckerberg now with everything that's happened with the elections and media manipulation, all these other things, I would actually be a lot more interested in rewatching that, to be honest. And to be, I, I, Ooh, man, here's what needs to happen. If David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin could come together and do a movie about Jack Dorsey. Oh, if they could do a scathing origin story for Jack Dorsey, I would be all on board with that. Cause it'd be a well-written, well-directed movie. Brian Barr says, 50s, 60s, 70s, not popular. That's criminal. I'm going to be honest. I typically don't like the 70s. 60s, 70s, like, there's, again, there's good things in those two decades. There's also a lot of weird experimental stuff that I'm not as as fond of. Pat S says, what about the 2020s? What about the 2020s, Pat S? (laughs) I did think about putting, like, the early 2000s because there are a lot of good films that came out then, too. But don't worry, I'll 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 add some more things. I'll add some more decades since y'all seem to like that one and have a lot of passionate opinions about them as well. <laughs> Rosie G twelve says, uh, "Tons of ladder lawsuits. Tons again, ridiculous. Hey folks, you can fall off a ladder, and by the way, water is wet. Yeah, seriously, that's how I feel sometimes. <laughs> it's like, and, and that's what's crazy um, about like laws in general. And I always tell this to my students: if there's a law. It means that someone had to have done it at some point. So if you look into the dumbest laws in, in the books, you have to understand that one, something someone's done what's in that law, and two, that someone had to propose that law. And in either situation, you're dealing with uh, some, some, some of the smartest people I would say, that we could possibly have <laughs> in our lifetime. Uh, Rosie says, lots of meritless lawsuits get settled because it's cheaper to settle than to continue to litigate. That's that's a fact. And also because they just want to get quick money anyway, they'll take it. B says, you eat too much pizza, Odin. How will baby Thor ever eat his veggies if you don't? <sighs> you sound like Freya. <laughs> you sound just like Freya. <sighs> oh, don't worry. I'll promote him to eat his veggies. But if he chooses to, if he chooses not to, and it's because he's got texture issues like I do, I'll be able to understand him. Brian Barth says that pineapple poll was rigged. It wasn't. It was a very close poll. It couldn't be. Hundreds of people voted. It couldn't. It couldn't possibly be rigged. It was about as fair as it could be. Uh, Slizer says poll used Dominion software. I do not trust it. Oh, okay, okay. All right, you QAnon conspiracy theorists saying, "Oh, now it's getting involved in my polls." Yeah, sure. K man says, "Wait, today is National Pineapple Pizza Day." Damn you, K man. And I almost missed it," he says. "No, it's National Pizza Day." <laughs> K man. Now I sound like one of those NPCs from Minecraft. Go Reviver 999. Welcome back to the chat. Orange hat this might jump. After all of Game of Thrones, I only have one question. What happened when Tyrion bought brought a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel? I must know. <laughs> uh, Tyrion, one of the greatest characters. Tina says, we have one to two inches of snow and ice on the way. Come and get it. Thanks to Serialy Snow Hater. Tina, give it to me. I want the snow. Send it down my way. We're not that far apart. All right. We're, we're, we're right next to each other. We're neighbors, essentially, statewide. So send it my way, please. I will gladly take the snow. I will gladly take the snow. (laughs) All right, uh, chat has jumped on me again. Uh, Let's see. It looks like comments were skipped again. So uh, 749 in the chat, it's 809 in real life. So again, I am still far behind. Let me jump over to the D-Live fam. What's going on, D-Live fam? Will Gentry says, As a cat person, I fully support the idea of John Wick having to take out a whole pack of dogs. Damn you, Will Gentry. Damn you and your dang cats. Daniel Thorne says, There we go. There we go. We got another poll cats versus dogs. Ooh, that is actually a really good one. That is actually a really good one. <laughs> Uh, dogs are gonna win, though, because dogs are better. Don't get me wrong, cats are cute and all, but dog they're not dogs. You can train dogs, dogs will will cuddle with you and love with you, and, and and they only care about you. Cats, they're so self-centered. (laughs) Dang the thorn. A girl was walking on a huge mound of snow and she fell right into it. Instead of going, going to help her, I yelled, SNOW! (laughs) As all things should be, Daniel Thorne. Uh, politics is but a small part of a person, so it is stupid to be defined uh, to define to defriend them because of it. Exactly. And-, and that's why identity politics has been so effective, because if you only define yourself by your race, your gender, your orientation, your um, your political affiliation. Right. If those if that's the primary thing that defines you, you are taking literally a small piece of a giant puzzle and saying this is who I am. And you're ignoring everything else. And guess what that means? Now, if I can't connect with you with that one piece, we can't connect. Whereas if we take it from a normal person perspective, we say, hey, there's a lot of pieces here. I don't like some of them, but hey, there's a lot that I do like. And so let's let's talk. Let's have some some conversations, right? Yeah, that's a very good point, Daniel. Uh, Captain J-Rod, the beer guru, dropping another ninja guinea. Dropping another ninja guinea. Says, did you know that the Hawaiian pizza was invented in Canada? <laughs> yeah, so all you people defending the pineapple on pizza, you might as well be Canadian. You might as well be Krista. <laughs> much love to Krista. <laughs> Krista Nova's awesome. Uh, anyway, Captain J Rod, thank you very much for the Ninja Girder. Appreciate it. Daniel Thorne says, you're going to have to think of something special to do for Ninja Ginis, like singing for ice cream. Ha ha ha. You just want me to sing again. That's what you want to do. Uh, I, I just freak out because I'm like, oh, man. That's a thousand lemons right there. Yeah, that's a thousand lemons right there, eh? I don't know what that was supposed to be. But, hey, it is what it is. Back over to YouTube. Please smash the like button. we got about 15 minutes or so left in the show. I'll let y'all know when we are going to move to members only, but as soon as there's like a 5 minutes left, so around 8:25 Eastern or so, tends to be when I go to members only, so just keep that in mind if you have uh, any comments or questions. All right, let's see. Pat S, who's a member says, "Don't forget to check your cookies. Odin is giving away leftover pizza at the end of the show." <laughs> like I have leftover pizza. Really Pat S? Do you know me at all? <laughs> 8 Boy says, polls don't affect personal preference. Hawaiian pizza is my favorite, and opinion has, hasn't has ever managed to affect my preference for anything. Well, you're wrong, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> Nathan Slay says, in my opinion, the Oscars are a joke, not only because they're politically charged, but because they hardly give the awards to the right movies. For example, Goodfellas did not win Best Picture. Well, I mean, I think that if you go back, I think going back in time is not the best policy, to be honest. Because there's so many great films that have won Oscars, and obviously we can have opinions about what we thought was a better movie overall, but the movies in general that won are, for the most part, still good movies, you know? Nowadays, I think it's a lot more of a true statement. Uh, CF Productions, dude, been a long time since I've said that name. What's going on, CF Productions? He says, hello there. Uh, J.K.D. Buck 76 says, good evening. Working late again, so I'm just listening and not making snarky comments. Great live stream on YouTube. Well, thank you, Jkdbuck. Buck. I appreciate it. Pat S. says, if you went to a movie theater in New Orleans in the 1950s, you wouldn't be able to sit in the balcony. Really? I'm trying to think about that. You wouldn't be able to sit in the balcony. Did Britannia not exist at that time with the balcony? Maybe I'm dating Britannia back too far. Uh, Tina B says, context, Cats, which someone else commented on. The YouTuber Sideways did a documentary about how Cats was screwed over as a movie. They messed up the music and the themes. Here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I don't think anything could have saved that movie because it's still Cats. <laughs> you still have a song called Jellicle Cats in a Jellicle Way. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you can't save that. Don't get me wrong, I don't think it helped, but I also don't think it necessarily hurt all that much either. Uh, ZK Man says, to quote Bill and Ted, quote, the best place is here, the best place is now, end quote. I think that is completely correct. Hardwig has some new lyrics to the song Imagine. Imagine no oh, communism. It's easy if you try. I actually don't know the the rhythm to it, to be perfectly honest, because I think I've tried to uh, pass it out of my mind. He says, no tyrants above us, none from earth to sky. Imagine all the people living in freedom. Yeah, yeah. Much better lyrics. Robert says, "Did you like the Underworld movies? I hope when wokeism goes away, the franchise gets revisited. I think that the the franchise is is they've made too many. They've they've made too many. The first film was great. The second one was interesting. It can kind of dive further into the lore. And then every film after that just felt like a cash grab. It was like, hey, you like this universe? Oh, we'll keep on making movies. So there there's always parts that I like. I mean, there's always parts because the lore is really interesting." There's one in the franchise, I believe only one that I've not watched yet. I did buy it on 4K for like 5 or whatever, like very cheap um not too long ago. So it's it's on my it's on my queue on Plex to watch, but uh yeah. I oh, I generally like them, but I think they've made too many to be honest. It's a cool universe though. Uh Rosie says the left has made everything political and wants to divide us to conquer us, but that's the thing though, it's not even just the left. I mean, you can look to many people on all sides, right? It's, it's the radicals on all sides. And really, it's honestly, I would say the establishment on both sides that have really been pushing this narrative. And allowing the narrative to actually take root. JKD Buck says, Sir Anthony Hopkins said actors were stupid and shouldn't talk. Boom, that's what it is. Anthony Hopkins, man. Dude, that that, that dude, that dude is legit. Robert says, I saw the three recent DC animation movies, Deathstroke, Batman, Death in the Family, Superman, Man of Tomorrow. All were woke garbage and had Berlanti in the credits. Okay. I think the older ones are better, though, from what I've been told. Pat S says, the effeminate guy, Geeks and Gamers Sports, not the Jeremy guy, said that as many as 10 million less people would not have watched the Super Bowl, either pulling for or against Brady helped the numbers. Wait, what? The effeminate guy, Geeks and Gamers Sports? Are you talking about Ryan? <laughs> Was that a shot against RK outpost? <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know who you were talking about there. Um <laughs> Yeah, I heard I heard the Super Bowl uh I heard the Super Bowl ratings were terrible and they were only as good as they were probably as I think it's a good point. I think they were only as good as they were because of Brady. Brady brings in ratings, like that's a fact. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Twicky Kid, what's going on, says... As Gary Palpatine would say regarding a Minds group... Do it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I need to get on that. Slizer says... Any chance you have seen the American president? I liked Michael, Michael Douglas and the concept, but it has all the opposite political views of me. Kind of like a movie version of the West Wing. Interesting, yeah. Uh, no, I've never actually seen it, to be honest. Uh, Pat S says... Are they cured now that Trump lost? You see, that's the thing, though. It's because because it was actual trauma and because a lot of them are not going to therapy and are not getting the help they need him losing him out of the office is not going to fix them like that's not and that's why they're now moving on to something else because they are broken and so now that brokenness is being transferred to other things and that's why in the media for instance there's a lot of people in the media who have this issue and so now they're moving to quote-unquote trumpism and it's like move on with your life there's so many great things going on right now in this world and what is congress doing you know what they're doing i won't talk about it but you know what they're doing hiperman says what if there was a godzilla or kong prequel focusing on them in ancient times without dialogue that gives homage to silent flicks kind of like fury road where there's show more or less uh show more and tell less that could work the only issue is the time. You know, we talk about how it's 2021, right? We talk about how it's here and now. But here and now means a lot more people are a lot less likely to be drawn to those types of stories and that type of storytelling. I think it could be cool. I would argue, though, it probably should not be a two-hour-plus film. I think an maybe an 80- or 90-minute film, silent film focused on that could be really cool. Unless you really want to take it to the – it doesn't have to be silent necessarily, but it does have to be more – uh, creature-focused and therefore less dialogue-heavy. I think that could be cool. Harwick says, Greg Berlanti now produces animated DC content in addition to the CW shows. In a meritocracy, he wouldn't even be allowed to produce head-on commercials. <laughs> uh, Pat S says, Odin and I disagree on the brilliance of Rogue One, but I still love and respect him. <laughs> it's okay to be wrong sometimes, Pat S. <laughs> and as I said, I think there are cool things. It's just that those few cool things don't make up for the entirety of the movie. <laughs> At least for me. Nathan Slay, the celebrity is completely ruined Imagine for me back in March. Never liked the song, never will. Yeah, I mean, that kind of ruined the tone for me, but then when I read the lyrics, I was like, what? Thanotes Felicitas says, as I get older, Marvin Gaye's song, What's Going On, is becoming more relevant every day. Nice. Hypernext 13, or Context on Godzilla Kong, even better, we get Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I see what you did there. As a narrator for the prequels, giant monster documentary sounds wild. Could you imagine? My name... This is Okay, this is my impersonation of John Flickinger doing the impersonation of Morgan Freeman. My name is Morgan Freeman. Godzilla walks out. I can't do it. He can do it better than anyone. Orange Review says, John Lennon even admitted his song was basically the communist manifesto in song form. Did he really? I did not know that. Is there like a quote somewhere? Uh, Solan Tinker says, set terms to serve in elected uh, public office would clean house. Oh, absolutely they would. Someone else mentioned something. You know how we have, someone mentioned this on a Tim Pool, uh, Timcast, uh, Timcast IRL recently. Imagine it's not just that you have term limits. Imagine if it's like jury duty where you are required to serve like a month out of the year or something. That would be crazy. I mean... I know a lot of people wouldn't want to do it and it would be insane, but that actually kind of sounds like, hmm, it'd be very hard for for the special interest to get their, you know, hands in the pockets of a bunch of people who are literally leaving house every month. It would be interesting at the very least. But again, that's the kind of conversations that we can have. Pat S. says, 1939, 1976, 1982, 1994, great movie years. Uh, Jester of Roanoke says, have you ever watched Columbo? If so, favorite episode. No, I actually have not watched Columbo. Uh, ZK Man, 80s was a most excellent time plays air guitar. Oh, damn right. That nobody guy is back. What's going on? Uh, Jester of Roanoke says, you ever catch any Charles Bronson films? I finally am catching up with and saw The Mechanic. Great stuff and would recommend. Actually, no, I have not seen... Uh, is that the one – is that the guy where they made the film Bronson where Tom Hardy played him? Because I have seen that one, but I don't think I've seen anything with him actually in it. Uh, Harwick says, You ought to also lead the, lead, read the lyrics to This Land is Your Land by Woody Guthrie. It's another communist propaganda song. Its message is all land should be public property, no private land ownership. You mean the one this land is your land, this land is my land from California to the New York Island. This land was made for you and me. I don't think that one I don't think those lyrics are as egregious. Like I understand that the concept and that the heart of it is, but it's not nearly as egregious as imagine there's no heaven, imagine there's no hell. I mean, uh, Hybrin says, David Fincher, Denis Villeneuve, Christopher Nolan, and Tarantino versus the Avengers and Justice League. Who would win? Uh, I will go with the directors because they control everything. Uh, the Twiki Kid says, I agree with you on the 70s, but I'll say the mid to late 70s, although the Godfather movies early on were epic, was when things started to turn around. Okay, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen everything from that decade. But, yeah. The Godfather is, like, one of those clear exceptions. Like, there's other films in the 70s where you can pick and choose. Like, oh, yeah, there was a couple of really cool gems here and there. But, overall... Pat S. says, he can eat his veggies on a pizza. Talking about baby Thor. Uh, JC Danton says, vegetables don't exist. They can hurt you. <laughs> it's true. They are my one weakness. <laughs> Orange Hat Review says, 50s gave uh, birth to Gojira. Uh, 70s gave birth to a change in the way we looked at movies Star Wars uh, 80s gave birth to epic action movies and great music great queen music 90s was best growing up decade uh 999 99 says swap every pizza for a salad after a month you will never go back that's that's anathema you are not allowed to say these things <laughs> All right, the chat has jumped on me. I'm going to jump over to DLive, and then we'll go to uh, members-only comments Um, because uh, luckily no comments have been skipped this time, which is fantastic. It is excellent. All right, over to DLive now. Daniel Thorne says... You're going to have to think of something special to do. I got that already, actually. Daniel Thorne says, I think they're just doing the impeachment to rile up boomers, get them to do something, demonize them in media, government, and pass more laws. No, they're just doing it for political clout, to be honest. And it's stupid. Daniel Thorne says, an overtly sexual cow was blocked as Facebook ad. Have you ever seen a sexually alluring cow? What? Yeah, I was say, like, that, that, that doesn't even make sense to me. Anyway, much love to the DLive fam. Y'all have been great tonight. All right. Let's go ahead and take this bad boy home. All right. Pat, as the member, says, Odin, you will not be a real daddy until you have two or more kids and have secret meals by yourself in your car. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Members only. Members only. Members only. Forever Sci-Fi says, keep your pizza from under my pineapple. Ew. Get your pineapple away. Uh, Plumber's butt crack. <laughs> Did you change your name? I feel like it used to be. Wasn't it Wasn't it Ryan Cannell's butt crack? Now you change it to Plumber's butt crack? Anyway, thank you for being a member. He says, Canadian ba- Canadian back bacon on your pizza. Canadian back bacon? What's a back bacon? Hey, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, that nobody guy says, Canada is just an unrecognized state like Puerto Rico. Yeah, seriously. Uh, we need to take over. Thursday the Warrior says, There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female. Right, yeah. Uh, and obviously we understand that to simply mean that when we look at each other, uh, we understand that one is not better than the other. We are all one in Christ. Eric K. says, You are correct. Going back in time is never good unless you are Doc Brown. Boom, damn right. Absolutely. Also, fun fact. Did you know that property rights are actually based in the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not steal. One cannot steal unless one has the ability to own something. Property rights. Boom. Blew your mind. <laughs> There's the teacher coming at me. Uh, that nobody guy, thank you for the $5 donation via Super Chat. It says, as technology becomes more prevalent and therefore cheaper... Why do you think film making costs so much? Because I think they're finding just new ways to spend more money. Uh, you know typically right you would have had film actually shot on film, you then over time, okay, so I think this might be the best way to explain it. They had film for a long time, right So they were able to innovate, they were able to lessen the cost over time uh, to the point where they had a pretty you know good system. Now that digital is here, think about how all digital theaters have only actually really been around for about 10 years or so. Um, And so as far as like being very widespread, like maybe like 10 years or so. So when we think about that and we recognize that therefore all digital filmmaking is actually relatively young when we compare it to how long we went with film, like actual film stock for a very long time. So my guess is that in that transfer, there was a lot of upfront costs and there was a lot of extensive costs because they were trying to find ways to do a lot of the similar things, but with this new technology. And so I imagine that that probably just costs a lot. And also, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just a lot of wasted money. <laughs> it's like they probably could have spent a lot less money, but they decided not to. It's amazing to me how much money they sent on speech on CGI, and sometimes it's terrible. Again, this is something where I, I'm actually thinking of doing a giveaway of this film uh, for my uh, Patreon Subscribestar members, because one of my favorite movies that, that came out recently was Love and Monsters, a movie I never thought I would like. And one of the things I loved about it was that it was a lower-budget movie. I think it was made for like $30 million or so, maybe even less. And the CGI is fantastic. The CGI is very, very good. So to me, I look at a film like that, $30 million, the CGI works very well. I think it's going to age pretty well, too, because a lot of the scenes are actually shot, you know, on on location, right? And not just using random CGI backgrounds. So I think that that has a huge benefit to it. So you add that component, and then you compare it to something like A Wrinkle in Time that was made not too long ago, that had over a $100 million budget, and already, from the very moment it was released, look terrible and aged poorly and, and it's already aged poorly for a lot of different reasons other than the effects. Um, but yeah, I think that that has something to do with it. All right. Members only Pat S says, cause, Oh, Pat S says the reason why is because racial segregation back in that day would have stipulated that you would have had to have sit in certain locations. And that's the weird thing because I personally would rather have sit, actually to be honest. I like sitting in the middle of the theater. Uh, Tina says, no, Odin Parasite is not a good movie, and Brie Larson is not a good actress. I will not change my mind. One day. (laughs) Uh, Plumber's Buttcrack says, I'm pretty sure the new Blade movie will fail big time. The more we learn about it, the the less uh, potential I think it has, which is very sad. Because I like Maharshal Ali. I think that he's actually a pretty good choice. Thursday the warrior says, "Speaking of Anthony Hawkins, have you had a chance to watch Shadowlands yet? No, uh, but I, I it is on my Plex to watch list, so don't worry." Thursday the warrior says, "Mahomes' mother has been making a fool of herself. Yeah, I heard of some random things about that, and to me, it's like just shut up, like just again, your, your son lost, get over it, it's fine." Pat says, "Carrie Smith is on Friday Night ice this week. Sweet, she is one, and I will just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, Carrie's awesome." Nathan Slay, uh, sorry, members only. Pat says, "I'm messing with Ryan. I sub to his channel. I, yeah, I know, but it's funny. It's funny. I just, I was just making sure that that's who you were talking about, because <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, who are you talking about? Uh, let's see. Any other member comments that I have not gotten to? Members only. Sorry." Uh, Pat S. says, pizza cut up into a salad. Ooh, yes. A pizza salad? Now that sounds delicious. (laughs) All righty. Getting close to the end here. Let me see if any last-second comments came in. Harwick says, John Lennon, quote, Imagine is virtually the Communist Manifesto, even though I am not particularly a communist and I do not belong to any movement, but because it sugarcoated, it is accepted. Interesting! That's a quote from John Lennon. 30th Warrior says, Why are movies more expensive? Odin equals blah, 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 blah. Me equals unions. But that's the thing. Unions have been around for a long time. So I think it could be a mixture of the two, to be honest. Taxes as well. J.K.D. Buck, I enjoyed Pacific Rim. Nice movie. Harvey then says, also Lenin, quote, there is no real communist state in the world. You must realize that. Oh, boy. Pat says, why are movies more expensive? Because kicks back and money laundering. Yeah, again, I, there's obviously a lot of other factors, but I think that the point I was making also still stands. Thursday Warrior says, Carrie Smith's unsafe space did a great interview with Hotep Jesus. I highly recommend it. Interesting take on racial issues. Dude, uh, yeah, my first introduction to Hotep Jesus was on uh on Tim Pool. And the dude has a lot of great takes. Like, again, as you're right, a very different view. Like it's it's like you're you're it's like you're being taken outside and looking at it from a completely different perspective, and you're like, oh, that's actually a really good point. I don't know if I fully agree with it, but hey, it's actually very interesting. Uh, jkwx76 says I heard they were making a remake of Wizard of Oz, yuck, I heard that too, and dear lord get away from our classics please, no one asks for it no one wants it, and I hope it fails accidental tourist, thank you for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level thank you good sir, I appreciate it man, Pat says, oh Carrie Smith should do interview uh, should interview Odin, she did a great job with Neodronic too. I mean, I'm a small fish and I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I don't want to or need to be interviewed by anyone. Um, You know, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I would be touched. And if I had time, I would absolutely do it if I was asked. But, yeah, I mean, I just like talking to you guys. It's fun. Uh, that Nobody Guy says, What is the last movie you enjoyed in theaters? Love and Monsters was the first and last one for me. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a movie in theaters in over four months because... Once baby Thor entered into the world, I I I just had no time. So I I honestly at I honestly at this point don't remember the last film I saw in theaters. One of you might know more than I do, actually. Jacody Buck says The Woken Witch of the West. Probably <laughs> probably. Uh, let's see. That nobody guy says last year anyway. Yeah, as far as movies last year. As I said, I don't even remember. Eric K. says, small fish, interesting choice of words. Hmm, yes. Hardwick says, A new Wizard of Oz could be good if they stay faithful to the book, but it probably won't be. The book is way different from the movie. The Wicked Witch was yellow and had one eye, for example. Yeah, but here's the thing. By more faithful, it means they're going to use a hell of a lot more CGI, and it's just going to look that more artificial, and it's probably going to get woke, and it's just not going to be good. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Anyway. Uh, Captain Rod, the beer guru over on D says, "Do you think we will see another movie, uh, another movie on film like Dunkirk in the future?" Yeah, absolutely. Um, people like uh, Tarantino are still using film when they can. Uh, Nolan uses film exclusively, so every Nolan film is going to be shot with IMAX cameras using film stock in some way. Um, so yeah, absolutely, we're going to have more. F- we're going to have a lot more f- movies with film. It's just not going to be as common. Um, I, I could see directors like Denis Villeneuve potentially you know, playing around with that medium as well um, there's a lot of directors that I think would be willing to play with it but the, the, the two biggest ones are Nolan who uses IMAX cameras he uses film pretty much exclusively and Tarantino has, has also been known to use a lot of, uh, of film stock too which is fantastic so yeah he then says what's your take on the brain drain of creative Hollywood writers why so many remakes because it's easy it's easy for them to do it's cheap for them to do and they're pretty easy to get money like it's a quick investment right they can put 50 million dollars behind a remake and even if the film isn't that successful it can still make its money back and they can make a small profit and they can try and put in you know a lot of they can make a lot lot of marketing deals and make money off of that as well so yeah uh thirsty warrior says tarantino threatens to quit if he can't use film exactly so, despite anyone's thoughts on Tarantino, Tarantino is one of the few directors out there that's trying to save them. is <laughs> trying to save movies. Like, because he's one of the only directors putting out original content um, as often as he can. All right, Pat S says, gotta go. Uh, hail to you. And that's going to be pretty much it for me tonight, everybody. So, thank you, everyone, for your love and support. Thank you to everyone that donated. Thank you to everyone that's been watching. If you're on YouTube, please smash that like button. Uh, if you're over on DLive, there is no like button. So, it is what it is. Uh, J.K.D. Buck says, watch The Wiz. It's great. I was actually in a production of The Wiz. Think about that for a second. I was in a production of The Wiz. (laughs) Oh, Community Church Theater with a mostly white cast of The Wiz. (laughs) I actually love The Wiz. I think the music's fantastic. It wasn't until later in my life I was like, probably shouldn't have been in that production. (laughs) It wasn't made for me, as they say. Anyway, you guys seriously are, are fantastic. I love you guys so very much. It's been uh, awesome. Uh, my d fam, y'all stick around. I, of course, we'll, we'll take care of y'all like I normally do. Uh, shout out, of course, to all of the uh, all of the members on the channel. Uh, of course, a uh, huge shout out to the Valks tonight as well. And it just reminded me I need to pull up my YouTube members... So, let me just go ahead and do that real quick. Um, as someone says, wait, Odin did Blackface? No, 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 no. That did not happen. That did not happen. As JKD Buck says, that Michael Jackson was great. That nobody guy says, that dolphin came from nowhere. And then JKD Buck says, Richard Pryor as the whiz, as a master stroke of genius. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. Um, anyway. So a huge shout-out to, as I'm pulling this up here, one second, my Army of Asgard and Keeper of the Bifrost members on YouTube. Shout-out to M.TaxShark, Forever Sci-Fi, FCC 2014, g 12 Andrew Hoyle, Eric K., Orange at Reviews, Adam Avery, The Bosco 2000, Twirly Wolf, J Stowe, and Aiden Vickery. You guys are all freaking amazing and beautiful people. Again, shout out to Stephanie B and Tina B, my two Valks, for being awesome. Also, shout out to Laura, uh, waiting for Nerdratic, who has been modding tonight as well. You guys are fantastic. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm off tomorrow, so I'll be able to try and put out an OMB report video. Be on the lookout tonight. I will be trying to record and upload a review for War Games, probably my favorite of the 80s films that I've watched thus far. You guys are fantastic and amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless.